Welcome back to season three of Trash Chatter. I'm your host, Victoria Conway, and today I am pleased to be joined by Mike Walker from Spiffy Bin out of Atlanta, Georgia. Mike, thank you so much for making some time today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I want to first ask you, what path led you down to trash bin cleaning back in 2018 when you were deciding what you wanted to do? How did you stumble upon trash bin cleaning? Sure. I, I was working a, a manufacturing job and was not really happy with the, the path that the, my life was going to take if I had continued down that road. So it was probably February or so of 18 that I started looking into, you know, on YouTube, on my breaks, lunch breaks or, or whatever. Um, and I was just looking at different different business opportunities. And, and ironically, the first one that stumbled along was uh, uh gas grill cleaning. So in your backyard, you've got a charbroil or whatever grill on your backyard. And, and this company would sell you a small, I don't know, $30,000 little trailer thing. You take all the parts in the back, throw them in the truck and this trailer, start boiling them. Then you'd clean the outside and switch out any igniters or different things. I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. So like everything I do before I, I, uh, you know, really delve too deep into it, I decided I would buy a five gallon, um, tub, I would put uh, get degreaser, get hot water, all this kind of stuff. Well, needless to say, about three and a half weeks later, we were still were not grilling out because I was like, screw this. I'm not doing this, you know, three times a, a day, times however many days. It was just dirty, nasty work. And so uh, I said, well, what else is out there? And stumbled across, you know, some of your dad's videos and um, was watching a lot of those videos as he was showing trucks that he was selling. And then I started a Google spreadsheet and I was, you know, putting in all these different companies from around the country. And then I'd go to their websites and they put their pricing in. So I did about seven months of, of research be long before I even mentioned it. Honestly, about five months of those were before I even mentioned it to my family. Um, just kind of looking at different ideas. <laughs> you know, I didn't want anybody in my head, whether it was, you know, quote unquote, the salesman to get in my head, or it was my, my own family to get in my head before I really decided to, to take the plunge. So and then, uh, and then around July or so, um, you know, my my wife was like, "Well, we should ask my my father what he thinks." And so, you know, we had uh, we had uh, discussions, and and it turns out uh, ended up going for it and, and ordered it, and uh, the rest is history, I guess. You mentioned family and how this is a family oriented business. Did anyone give you any advice? Obviously, it was your first time running a company like this. Did anyone? Once you made the decision, before you let them get into your head, did anyone offer some advice? Uh, he did. Yeah, my actually it was my father-in-law. It was, it was one uh, it was one funny story, and that same conversation uh, actually it was later on. But um, and uh, we were talking, and he goes, "You know, I, I really think maybe you should you should talk to the trash haulers and see if they're okay with you cleaning their bins." And I was like, "I don't know." Like at that point, I was kind of paranoid, right? It's not often that you you purchase a $100,000 plus, you know, piece of equipment long before you even have it. And, uh, you know, what if somebody finds the idea ahead of me and they started ahead of me or, or what have you? So I said, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I said, I'm, I'm kind of an ask for forgiveness kind of guy versus asking for permission. And he's like, I don't know. I think you should. And I said, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. So fast forward now, it's December, I don't know, 19th or something of 18 of 2018. And we got the truck. We had just done our parade on Saturday, which was the the kind of the mandate that I gave your dad. I said, I got to have this truck by the by the Christmas parade because, you know, it's that's going to get me all the business right in the world. And that, that'll make me I'll probably get 500 signups from that one parade. And so I have to have it, have to have it. There's, I don't know if you can tell any tongue in cheek in there. But um, and so I said, <laughs> uh, 
I said, uh, okay. So, you know, of course that happened Tuesday of the following week. Now, mind you on, on Monday, I had two stops that had signed up. So I had two stops, a total of four bins. And then on Tuesday, I was going to have one stop with two bins, you know, cause in the beginning, that's just, you get what you get. And so, um, I'm at work and I get this call and it says, Hey, this is, I don't know, uh, Tony from, from a local waste hauler and my heart, like literally they, you know, they say you feel it in your stomach. I totally felt it in my stomach. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to get shut down on day two. So of course I, I start to talk to him and he goes, Hey, you know, I, I hear you're doing trash bin cleaning. I said, Oh yeah, yeah, I am. And he says, you know, I'm curious, how long does it take you to do like a hundred bins? And I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, I'm not sure. He goes, well, how, how much does it cost you to do a hundred bins? I'm like, oh, geez, I'm not sure. And I could tell in his voice, he was perturbed. Like, how does this guy not know his numbers? And he goes, and, and then he, his next question was, how do you, how do you not know? And I said, well, to date, I've done a total of two bins. <laughs> I two? said, yeah, two, two total. So one stop, two bins took me about 15 minutes. So I guess if we extrapolate, I could give you a number, but I don't know that that's what you're looking for. And he goes, huh? And I said, yeah, I literally just started yesterday. I said, I was supposed to have two stops. And ironically enough, your truck was late to one of the set, set of stops. So I have to pause till today. I said, so today I'll have four stops. And he's like, wow. And so, you know, it, it worked out all right. And then, I don't know, about two weeks later, I was we were out at his yard. My uh, 16-year-old daughter, we got her some muck boots. And we were out at the yard doing about 50 bins as a trial. Um, and, you know, to date, we have, we've gone back again for another, another stint of 300 bins. Um, we've done some other ones at, at various times, excuse me. But, um, you know, to date, it's a great relationship. And, uh, you know, they're growing. They're acquiring other companies. And, of course, we're growing. So I think we'll, we'll soon turn into not, not a partnership of, of sorts, but certainly a pretty good working relationship. 50 bins one week into business is not a bad way to get started. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good. You know, of course it's hard work. I mean, I'm not going to lie, right. We were in this, this, uh, no, no trash yard is very clean. It's all muddy everywhere. And, and, uh, but you know, we were learning our process and I'll tell you, like you said, if you do 50 bins in one day and, uh, you know, with your, with your teenage daughter who does not typically like to get dirty, um, she, uh, you know, we, you, you learn real quick what the, what the tips and tricks are. As you've grown in the last four years, Mike, how have your methods of advertising changed? What have you learned from different ways? And what do you see your most success in terms of advertising? Yeah. So, you know, in the beginning, you know, I, I made sure that um, that I had enough extra funds that that we could do things to get the word out. Right. We were we were effectively the first business in Atlanta. There was another company that did it out of a little trailer and he wore kilts. And I don't have the body type to wear a kilt. So I needed something else. Um, and the, the thought process was I would go ahead and, um, you know, make sure that I got the word out. So, you know, the first month, um, you know, first December, January, I held off on that. But then February, we went kind of hard and we, we got into a home show. So we did a home show and um, that was, you know, that was well received. Again, that whole elevator speech, you know, you're, they talk about having a 30 second elevator speech about your business. So you do that 400 times in, in a, you know, three or four day period you get your elevator speech down pat. Um, and it was good. We met a couple different people, met a couple HOAs, um, you know, oh, we'll, we'll sign up, we'll sign up. Of course, you know, a lot of times what people say and a lot of times what people do are not exactly the same. Um, but it was still good to get out there. In March, we did a beer fest. Um, you know, we, we've been doing that every year since. Uh, so I think we just did our fifth one this past uh, 
this past spring or fourth one, I guess, this past spring. And, um, you know, we sponsor the water for that. It's a nice little trade. We, you know, we provide 4,500 bottles of water and they give us the space and, and allow us to advertise or what have you to their people. So, so that's a pretty good thing. And, and we get in for free too. So that's nice. Um, and then starting again, so that was March, April and May, we did a couple touch a truck events. Um, those are events where they bring firefighters and police cars and dump trucks and now a trash bin cleaning truck. And so I threw a couple bins up there and I let the kids run the lifter up and down, up and down. And then every, I don't know, fifth or eight kid, there would be a, you know, 10 or 11 or 12 year old um, person or a child. And then I would have them operate it. So we'd go, oh, you want to, you want to clean a bin? So we'd turn it on, we'd get the steam going and then, you know, we'd run it for, I don't know, 15 seconds and then we'd shut it down. Well, of course, all eyes turn to you. So that's why I just did it every, you know, four or five minutes. And so um, oh, I want to go see that one, you know, and forget the fire truck. Who, who, need, who wants to look at a fire truck? So, so we did a lot of those, um, you know, of course, Facebook ads and Instagram ads and, and um, walks. We do a lot of different walks where we provide water at the walk as well, you know, bring the truck out in front of it. And, and, you know, we have the truck in the background and then we have, you know, the table in front of us and we're handing out waters. And so a lot of different uh, grassroots actions, um, parades, I already mentioned the parade. So we do a parade every every December and we do a couple in July. We've done the first couple of years. We did a couple in July. The problem with the July one is I like to be out on the water. Um, I probably should should be in the parade, but um, we're going to do that this year. I think we'll have a, another parade this year in July. So, so it's kind of changed over the years. It seems like anywhere you can get eyes on the truck, that makes a big difference. And you definitely take advantage of those. I see the videos. You put some lights on the spiffy trucks and it's a good way to just teach people what you do. It is. It is. And, you know, having the truck is is paramount, I think, to the success that we've had. Um, I think any other device or, or, or product or whatever, you know, uh, equipment is, is not going to be as impressive as the truck. Um, you know, some people say, well, you could grow with the trailer and and switch up. And, and you can. I mean, that's that's a solution. But, I, you know, at the time when I was deciding the two, you know, I didn't have a pickup truck. Um, I had a, a Pathfinder, my, my wife's Pathfinder. Well, that was going to be dead in about two months because it just didn't have the capacity to pull, certainly on a five day a week kind of thing. So, and, and you know, uh, so I, I, that was not something I, I had available. So now if I'm going to buy the trailer, whatever that costs, then I'm going to buy the pickup truck. This is all long before the prices of pickup trucks went through the roof, but they were still pretty high then. Um, you know, it just, it was going to cost me more. So it didn't make sense. So I went with the truck right away and I'm really happy I did because I, I feel it provides a, a more professional, um, more professional uh, look to the to the community and it's effective i mean you can't beat that too so once again here inside of trash chatter season three with mike walker out of spiffy bin in atlanta georgia he runs three sb4 trucks and talk a little bit about the ways he markets and he advertises. mike obviously i'm sure you'd take any client but if you had to pick what's your ideal customer look like that you go to service yeah our uh our ideal customer, and it's changed, right? When I first started, I thought it was going to have to be million-dollar homes and, you know, all this, all uh, have, you know, gated communities and all that. And we do have people in those those communities. But our, our bread and butter is the, you know, and I don't know if home prices mean anything, but around here, home prices range anywhere from, you know, three or 400,000 up to, you know, millions, right? But our bread and butter is the, the four to seven million, uh, four to $700,000 home, which um, is, is kind of 
quote average um, in our area. And and those those folks have typically they have a couple kids. Typically, the husband and wife are working, or just the you know just one of the people are working, um, and they they just need more time. And you know, in Atlanta, it gets hot. It gets hot for eight months or nine months, and then we have about three months where it's just warm. Um, and so, all along, it's it's really needed. Um, and and that's our typical customer. We've got customers sometimes, believe it or not, their card fails every single month. Somehow they provide another card and then they pay for the service. So it's not typically the money that, um, you know, that is the, the factor. It's, it's just that these folks want to have clean bins and they want them done on a, a routine basis. And, and honestly, once you have a, a clean bin, you can't imagine doing it yourself or worse, not doing it yourself and going back to, you know, the bugs and, and all that kind of thing. It's just, for, you know, they, I get it. I mean, at least once a week, this is the favorite, my most favorite service that I pay for. And ironically, sometimes we'll go to houses. I went to one house. I was literally the sixth provider. It was in a cul-de-sac and there was like a carpet cleaner, a house cleaner, a pool person, a yard guy, myself. And then I don't know, one other person was there and they had those, all those six services were there literally at that one time. And, you know, and, and, People all the time say, oh, my God, this is the best service. I will never I, I will lose everything else and, and still keep you guys coming. So so that says a lot. And, and I'm very thankful that, uh, you know, that's the way it is. I think a lot of people, it's a dirty job. And also, like you mentioned, the demographic you were talking about, they have kids at home. They're busy. They don't have the time to do that. They're at soccer practice. They're at baseball. And it can take it's not like maybe changing your AC filter. It's a quick fix or siphoning out your pool this is it takes a while if you do it manually so that's neat that you found that success as well in atlanta because for us in miami same thing back in 2010 my dad was trying to go to all these celebrity houses where lebron james was living sure and he quickly realized they weren't as interested as middle-income americans well, i have two funny stories on that because we, we've got some some reality tv show people here too um the the one story is is on the pride of of that you know like i think this service is different than the lawn mowing service I think the folks that like to mow their own lawn, they absolutely take pride in it. Oh my gosh, the stripes or the lines or the this or the that. And they just love it. Who does your yard? Oh, I do. I do. But nobody goes, hey, who cleans your garbage? You know, wow, your garbage cans are spotless. This is great. So, because you know, nobody asks about that. So, I don't think there's any pride, if you will, in them doing it themselves. And it's just a dirty job. And frankly, 99.999% of the people don't do it, right? So, so there is no pride, but when they do hire a service like ours, they do, you know, they don't, they don't have to go, you know, you're at a party or something. Hey, where, you know, and, and if I'm at my buddy's party, I'll take out the trash. Hey, where do you want me to put this trash? And they'll go around the corner. Well, half the people go, oh, no, 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 no. I'll take care of it because they're embarrassed, right? They don't want to grab that. They don't want me to grab my, mm-hmm. not, not even me be forced 50 bins, just me as a, as a, as a friend. Don't go to oh, my bins disgusting. Well, it, it doesn't happen that way, um, you know, with with uh, spiffy bin they they enjoy that and they go oh yeah go ahead take in fact let me tell you about it and i've started you know i wear um spiffy bin you know sweatshirts and stuff and go to a lot of local sports games oh we do sports teams too as as part of that advertising um but um you know i go to a lot of different ones and and guys will stop oh you're spiffy bin let me tell you johnny come on over here let me tell you about this this company these guys are great blah 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 so it's it's really satisfying and gratifying to do it and then a little bit on the on the um (laughs) <laughs> the uh, celebrity thing. So we've got a couple different celebrities, and apparently one time I was out there, and she was a real, she's a reality star, 
And uh, she's, I guess, videoed me while they're doing it. And that happens all the time. I never thought I'd have a, a company that people literally video us daily. Um, and they go, let me tell you about this company, blah, 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 blah. And she posts it out, right? And I don't know, you know, I, 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 may, I don't even think I was tagged or the company was tagged or anything. So we had no idea. And I started getting signups like that day. Um, I couldn't, I didn't put two and two together and I got a, a year paid in Huntington beach. I got a, in California, I got a year paid in Washington state. I got the, like four monthlies in Colorado, literally. I mean, and it just kept going bing, 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 bing. And I'm like, you know, this was over a two or three day pair. I'm like, what the hell is going on? This is crazy. So I call up the Huntington beach people and I say, you know, that the trip charge is going to be prohibitive. Um, for us to come out there and do that. So, you know, I'm going to refund your money, blah, 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 blah. And I said, I just got to ask you, how'd you hear about it? And she says, oh, I heard about you from such and such uh, reality star. And I'm like, oh, yes. So, you know, now we've added services and, and different um, subscriptions that allow us to filter who can come in. They can all come to our website, but they can't all sign up. So on that 200, and I think at the time it was $205 a year. Well, I would lose like 14 to three, six, I would lose $12 or something on that, on that credit card fee. And then I'd re refund it. And I just, I was just out. So she was trying to help, I think, but ultimately with her nationwide or worldwide reach or whatever, it, it didn't, it was not helpful. Um, in fact, it costs money, but now with service area, my service area, they have to put in their address and then it says, Oh, great. Spiffy Ben, you know, does service it. And now my service area has the ability to now push that out to other um, sparkling bins. So it says, oh, Spiffy Bin doesn't service Huntington Beach, but I don't know, Jason Proctor does or whomever would 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 take care of that. So um, so it's been helpful, I think, in that regard. But it's saved me a month, you know, tons of money and time. It's good timing, too, Mike, because the day we're recording this episode is the same day Chris's episode aired where we're talking about my service area. So it's good oh, timing. I know you and a lot of people have used him and loved it. So I'm excited for clients. We're adding that now when people get their website. They can also get that. And I mean, like you mentioned, you were one of the people who put a prolonged post just saying how much money you've saved. So that's exciting. Even though you got some reality TV stars trying to help your business, I'm sure you're happy not to have to do those refunds. And we're talking about all the positives that come with the business. Now there are at times negatives or things that are unexpected challenges. What are some of the things you found, Mike, in your four years doing business that make those days a little bit tougher? Yeah, um, definitely, definitely the routing and the um keeping on top of on top of things i i'm i'm not saying i'm scatterbrained but i i definitely you know a squirrel go over here and go over here and go over, you know, i'm always always going things so um from day one i went ahead and i and i purchased or subscribed or whatever to a routing software and it's that's been very very helpful and as helpful as it is if i didn't have it you know i don't know where i would be but um but even with it it becomes difficult it becomes challenging as your as your area grows and as your trucks and, you know, you're, you're more, I'm morphing, right? I, I was at one truck and you get to 70% and you're, you know, all you're doing is running ragged. And the last thing, you know, you want to do is, is, you know, when you get home, go ahead and re-enter people in and route them and all that kind of stuff. Um, but that has been helpful to have. So I would definitely recommend from the get-go have that. Um, last year, we went ahead and we changed our, our routing um, quite drastically. And we, we, we've always been in a four-zone system. And we used to kind of go to zone one, week one, and zone two, and zone three, and zone four, you know, week one, two, three, and four. We've kind of morphed that now where we go to zone one on, like, say, Tuesday. And then next week, we go to zone one on Wednesday. 
and next week after that, Thursday and Friday and Saturday. So that way, if somebody sees us on a Tuesday and they sign up, I don't have to say, hey, it's going to be a month before we come back, or which is bad. But then I also don't have to go, yeah, I'll just shoot a truck over there and he'll drive 20 minutes to go do two bins and then go back on his route, which is worse because now it's costing us money. So by having it where we're there on Tuesday, if if neighbor A sees us, they sign up on Wednesday, no problem. We'll be back either next month or we'll be back on Wednesday, which means you got to leave your empty, you know, garbage empty for one extra day. And then I said, then we'll throw you in the normal route afterwards. So they're all like, yeah, I'll leave it empty for an extra day. So we'll go there on Wednesday. Then the following month, we go there on Tuesday. So it's, it's helped out tremendously to have this sliding scale across all of our zones. Um, and then the other thing we did now, at least, is we send all three trucks to that one zone. Like initially, I was like, oh, this would be great because I'll have truck one and one and two and two and three and three. The problem is if you have a breakdown, which you know, can happen, or you have a call in or you have a whatever, call it anything, rain delay or thunderstorm delay or whatever. Um, if you if you have a truck in one, two, three, you know, three. Now, if this guy is behind for this guy to come up here, he's got to drive, you know, 40 minutes. And that just didn't make sense. So now we throw all three trucks in this zone and they just kind of bop around and do all of them. Then they go back to home base. Then the next day they go to zone two and they do all of them and, and back to home base. Now, if ever we have to change anything, we can change it and, and say, you know, well, we got a little messed up or we have to pull things around. So so routing and, and scheduling has been definitely the hardest thing. And if you don't have a tool, you should get one, you know, whatever that might be. But um, that, that's been the most helpful um, with regards to operations. And then, of course, you've got the employee issues, you know, having having staff and getting staff and hiring staff. I mean, Indeed loves me, and um, I don't necessarily love Indeed, or at least the people that use their Indeed things. But but it, you know, it is what it is. It's, it's amazing. You can set an interview at eight o'clock at night for tomorrow at nine, and I don't know how they don't show up, but they don't show up. And it's like, come on! Like we literally just talked about this twelve hours ago, and so. But anyways, we've experienced that as well. Like you said, we're we're frequent posters on Indeed, and. Also, another factor in the routing is, like you mentioned earlier, your friends, the waste haulers. Sometimes trash pickup is not perfectly on time, and that can play into it as well. Yeah, for sure. Now, when we first started, you know, I was, again, I was working that, that uh, manufacturing job. So I would go in at four in the morning, and I would work, you know, until one o'clock or something, whatever it was, and one or two. And then I would leave there. I'd run up to the shop. I, I rented a warehouse right from the beginning. Again, cost money, but I, I wasn't thinking about it as, as a one truck venture or a today venture. I was I, I planned for it. I financed for it. I was ready with financials for it to, to support that. And so then I'd run up to the truck and I grab the truck and then I'd shoot out and I'd do my four or six bins. And, and funny story, we used to talk about that. We were like, how many bins do you have today? How many bins do you have today? And we, oh, we're up to 12. And I think right around when we got to about 30 quote bins, we flipped it to stops. You know, how many stops do you have today? Oh, well, we've got 15 stops, you know, or 30 bins. And then that that slowly, you know, got up to 40, 45 or whatever. And then now the thing is, well, you know, how full are the three trucks? You know, or are you running today? Because some days I run, some days I don't. And I don't have a third guy yet for that third truck. So I'm the third guy. Um, so it, it's it's kind of funny how that happens. But, um, you know, that's, I forget what the question was. I apologize. But um no, just saying how waste haulers and when they pick up trash, that can really play with when you get the service yeah. to bins. Yeah, so 
so the back then I did same day because I was done at two and then I would shoot, grab the truck. I'd be on site at three thirty, four, five, six, whatever, whatever time it took. So same day worked. Um, however, I, I, at least for me, um, we run, I don't know, seven or eight haulers we, we service and they're all over the place. It's not like we have, you know, waste pro that does all of this community or this name, this, um, city. So we, we can't, we don't have that luxury. We've got five in our county, three in another county, the same, you know, two or three of the five are in another county. So, um, so ultimately we, we don't have that flexibility. So we switched over last year and then COVID came along and they had their own staffing issues that we all have and, you know, would, would prolong things. So we switched over last year to a next day service for the most part. There's a couple neighborhoods that we do same day. Like today we'll run a neighborhood and we'll start at about one o'clock and you know that gives us a good opportunity to a add a service day so we'll go out and do 50 stops today um in this one neighborhood but that so it gets us six days a week instead of five days a week and then we run tuesday through saturday the rest of the week as well um so it's it's you know you, you kind of ebb and flow and change things around but going to next day allows us now to start at eight in the morning instead of having to wait till 11. And even when you started at 11, you know, you couldn't guarantee that both the trash and the recycle were going to be picked up by then. So then you have to circle back around. So, so all the routing frustrations I talked about in the last question have all but gone away with A, a new schedule system, and B, with the next day scenario. It's made it a lot easier. Happy here. It's gone smoother. For you, Mike, as you guys have grown and you've developed different ways, we're talking about marketing, scheduling, can you maybe elaborate a little bit on what services Spiffy Bin offers? Of course, cleaning trash bins, but is there anything extra and what do you guys offer that maybe adds to some revenue that you guys bring in? Ultimately, um, you know, build a business business was, was critical because that over time is what's going to survive and, and help, you know, with cash flow. Um, the, the best thing about this business is the cash flow. You know, today it's it's two stops. Next March, it's, you know, seven stops. And in January and uh, March, April, May, June, in June, it's 14 stops and it just keeps going. And that's the beauty of this. So when you, in the beginning, you, you've got more time than you have perhaps money and you want to maintain that money as long as possible. So I, I learned early on that I'm also going to do pressure washing. Um, pressure washing for me is the truck does it all or it has the hot water. It's got the hose reel. I bought a, um, a big guy from your, from your dad you know, from the sparkling bins that allowed me to do the, the driveway. Um, and so I, I decided at that point also, I would really only market to my spiffy bin clients. They already know me. They already like me. They already trust me. I mean, they, they see what we do to the bins. If they, if they could do half as good with their driveway, they're going to love it. Right. And, and I don't do just half as good, but, but ultimately we, we decided we would do that from the beginning. And, um, that's been great. You know, so we, at the bottom of each of our alerts, it says, Hey, just so you know, spiffy bin also does trash bin or does, um, pressure washing. Then we've added house washing and we've added a couple other things. So our next rig will likely be a um, like a skid, a pressure washing skid. And that will allow me not to have to have this, you know, hundred and whatever thousand dollar piece of equipment in front of the house. I can have a $20,000 one in front of the house and do that, do as good a job. Not that I'm sacrificing quality, but it's just that our resources are being better used for what they're supposed to be used for. The trash trucks will be doing the trash bin cleaning. And then this this skid unit will be doing the pressure washing, um, and and then it, you know it, it, it's ultimately good. So that's been really good. And, and in the beginning, I thought, well, I'll just do a driveway every day, and then I'll go out on my route. You know, when I was doing same day, 
not exactly going to happen that way, but it, it does help fill in the gaps. And we've had a lot of really big, um, really big paydays as far as pressure washing goes. We picked up a couple communities where we did all of their driveways. So there's 18 or 19 driveways and we did all of their driveways. It took a day and a half, but um, we brought two trucks and, and took care of it on both, you know, two separate Mondays and stuff like that has been, has been really helpful and it helps with the revenue, you know, um, when the trucks have, it, it prevents or it minimizes downtime. And then commercially we've, you know, we've done some hauler stuff. Um, again, we've done the HOAs and, and a couple different HOA bin, you know, where we do all the bins in the driveways and then um, dumpster pads are, are not as easy and not as clean but they can be pretty lucrative. So, um, and, and honestly, I, they, I won't do them unless they're pretty lucrative. So that those two kind of go hand in hand. So I throw a number at them and if they don't take it, that's fine. You know, no problem. But we've made that we're pretty good where we say, okay, we'll be out next Tuesday. When's your trash Tuesday. Great. We'll be out next uh, Wednesday, have them pull the bin, you know, the, the, the dumpster out of the corral and just, and drop it in front. And then um, I said, just, don't put any trash in it, you know, leave it empty and, and we'll go ahead and do our thing. And then the next time they come on Thursday or Friday, they can push it back in and you'll have a clean pad. And um, like I said, that's very helpful. We've done that for a couple of daycares. We did it for a pet suites place. That was probably not a good decision. Um, that was really bad. But, um, you know, again, if it pays well enough, it's, you know, you an hour of unpleasantness is, you know, can often pay pretty well. So for you, Mike, as you've grown, and like you mentioned, a couple of different ways you've taken advantage of revenues. You're really big on parades and getting eyes on the truck. What type of advice would you give to somebody that's looking to maybe get into this business? Yeah. So um, I think the first thing you have to have, I've got probably three steps, I would say. The first thing is you have to have a conversation with yourself. Um, it's not a business or you know, no business, honestly, is a business for the faint at heart. So I think you have to really have a conversation with yourself, your commitment level, your work ethic. Um, most people are going to get into this, are going to be doing it themselves, which I think is smart because nobody's going to do a better job than yourself. Um, but if all your life will say, and just use an example, all your life, you went into a job at eight and then you left at five. And if they said, hey, can you stay an extra two hours? And you never did. You're probably not going to do well in, in, in any business. Because it's not an eight to five job, you know, and, and, you know, you hate to even have to say it, but, but it's true. Um, the, uh, the second thing I think would be, you know, making sure you've got the resources. I see a lot of people that get into it and I don't know if they think they're going to, they're going to have 500 subs every month for, you know, for the years. Um, but it's not, you know, it's not the truth. It's, it's going to take time and it's going to take education and it, you know, for the consumer. And unfortunately, education for the consumer means an outlay of money and or time for you. Like you got to do both, right? If, if, the, if you're trying to teach the consumer that this exists, you got to spend money and or time to get it in front of them to show them. They're not going to just stomp on your door and go, oh, my God, I've been waiting for you for my entire life. You know, where have you been? Like a, a romantic <laughs> comedy or something. Um, so I think that's important. And, you know, I had... You know, fortunately, my wife and I were in a situation where, you know, she's got a, a really good job and and she's in, in prior to, to the manufacturing job. I was in real estate for 15, 20 years in, in New York and was doing well and enjoyed it. And, and it was great. And, and we decided that, you know, about 10, 11 years ago, now was the time to move. And so we moved to Atlanta and, and I didn't want to get started and, and try to rebuild that business down here where I knew nobody. So, I you know, kind of was floundering, if you will. 
And uh, so fortunately supported my wife and, um, you know, we at, at the time had a pr- shown a pretty good, we, we basically financed this business with a HELOC or home equity line of credit. So our house had, had done well in the market. And so we were playing with quote unquote, the house's money, if you use a gambling term in our mind, you know, <laughs> we, we didn't expect to have that gain. And so we, we utilized it. And um, so without her support and, and, you know, being able to, pay the bills and, and honestly kind of going along with this. It was funny. I, I, I think we were a year or two in and, and I said, so did you, did you think, or no, she asked me, she goes, did you think and at that time we were getting truck two? She goes, did you think that we were going to be getting truck two in like a year and a half or two years? And I said, well, yeah. And she's like, well, why, why would I think anything else? And she goes, I go, did you? And she's like, Hell no. She goes, I thought this was just some <laughs> wonky midlife crisis. Most guys go and buy a Corvette. You were buying a trash truck. I, you know, she's like, oh, whatever. And, and so, um, so, you know, I, I don't know if that means we don't talk enough or what, but, but, um, but she, she was supportive and, and without that support and, you know, cause there's days you're outside and, you know, it's raining or it's hot, it's whatever. And, um, and then I think the last thing is, is your why, you know, what's your big why? Um, you know, in, in the real estate courses that we go to, you know, they always had this thing about a goal board or a, a why board. What do they call it? You know, your, I guess your goal board. So you're supposed to put your pictures vision of your board. Corvettes or your this vision. Thank you. Vision board. Um, and you can tell how much I really have a lot of, you know, I don't really subscribe to that very much. But when it's hot and it's sweaty and it's cold and it's rainy and there's thunderstorms and you're like ducking in the truck before you think you're going to get struck by lightning. You're, you you create a vision board, at least I did in my head. And so, you know, my, my big whys are obviously my family, right? I didn't want to have, you know, at that time I was 46. I didn't, you know, I was like, what am I, am I going to do this manufacturing job for 20 something more years? Heck no. And so I had this, you know, in my thing, it was the vision boards. My kids were going to be going to school soon. Um, and, you know, I knew that, you know, I have three daughters. So I know there's probably three weddings coming up. And, uh, you know, all sorts of different things. And they're like, how, how are we going to, how are we going to, how are we going to navigate all that? And so, you know, I, I had a, you know, on days like that, when it was, you know, seven 30 at night and I had to turn the lights on so I could clean up in, I'm like, what the heck am I doing? But I just knew that my drive and my, my passion and, and why I was doing it. Um, also on that vision board, it was, was a boat. And so I thought, well, next summer I'm going to be out on the boat or next summer I'm going to be out on the boat. Next summer. Well, so, I mean, fortunately, you know, year uh, last summer, we, we bought one. And so yesterday I was out on the boat, Saturday I was out on the boat. And, and that's, you know, those are the things where, you know, as you're driving around, you're like thinking about things and what keeps you going. And, and so it was always the family and it was honestly the boat. So um, I'm happy to, to say that I was out on the boat. So. That's awesome, Mike. Glad you get to enjoy some time on the boat because like you said, it, you don't get what type of work it is until you're out there. I mean, it's hot. We have similar humidity probably like you guys in Georgia and it's a grinder in the summer. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Lastly, before we let you go, Mike, where do you see Spiffy Bin in the next five years? Um, so what's interesting is, you know, part of that whole out on the route and where I was driving, you know, when I was driving and doing things, in my mind, and I, and I told everybody because I, I also learned in my real estate classes, you know, what you focus on expands is one of the one of the lines they use. So if you're always, you know, like the first when you buy a pickup truck or whatever, you buy a, you know, a, a gray pickup truck. Now, all of a sudden you see all these gray pickup trucks, right? Because 
you just bought it. So you're, you're kind of, your eyes are drawn to that and your brain and, you know, all these different things. So I picked up a couple things in these classes, even if I didn't necessarily think I, I believed it. But um, so I would always tell people, they're like, oh my gosh, this is a great franchise. You know, how did you buy it? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, it's not a franchise. It's, it's just me. Um, and they're like, really? And I said, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. And they go, you know, what, what are your plans? And I said, well, and I said it, if I said it once, I said it a thousand times, three years, three trucks, and me not driving any of them. That was my goal, my mantra, my whatever. Because I knew once I got, or I, I felt like once I got to three trucks and those trucks were full, that then I don't have to be out on the truck every single day. Um, and to some extent, that's completely accurate. You know, I'm, I'm not full on all three trucks yet, um, but this this year we will be. This probably this summer we will be, and um, that now allows you to to do different things and build different parts of the business. So, um, so you know, I guess ultimately I had, threw that out to the universe or what have you, and uh, it kind of came true. So I'm just you know I'd like to have you know eight trucks here. And I'd like to maybe branch out to another city or two, you know, that are nearby and or, you know, who knows, and or franchise, you know, it, it, there's a bunch of different, different things you can look at and do and, and think about. And um, I also have to recognize they just turned 50. So at some point, you have to also wonder why you're doing all of this. Am I doing all this to just keep kicking the, you know, the can down the road and keep, you know, trying to make it better? Yes. But, you know, also, are you know, is it better maybe to stay? stay solid and just pick our one area and just, you know, keep working that one area. And, and probably that's the better thing to do, but I don't always do the better thing sometimes. So, so we'll see, you know, it's just, uh, so I'd like, you know, I definitely want to have the universe know that, you know, I'd like to have, you know, seven or eight trucks and, uh, um, you know, in five years would be great. Mike Walker out of Atlanta, Georgia, his company is Spiffy Bin. He runs three trucks in that area. Mike, I want to thank you for coming on to Trash Chatter. Also, thank you for supporting Sparkling Bins. So happy to see success for someone like you. I love all your Instagram videos of you and the trucks. Keep up the great work. Hopefully, you guys continue to expand and you can enjoy more time out on your boat as well. Yeah, I appreciate you, Vic, uh, Victoria, and your, and your family. You guys have been great. Easy to work with from day one, um, you know, with your dad. And then I think the last two I bought through you. So, um, you know, it's, it's been simple, seamless, um, very easy. You know, I may not have been as easy because I tend to get funny. I tend to get particular about certain things and you guys delivered on all those particularities or what have you. And and um, and it's it's been great. So I, I never would have dreamed, you know, eight, five years ago that that this would have you know been where I am. But um, but ultimately we we are. So it's great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us again, Mike. You can check out Trash Chatter every other Monday, we release episodes. Also, check out his Instagram, his Facebook. He's got great content. And if you want to get some tips, tune into this episode and all of our upcoming ones on Trash Chatter. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And we'll see you again next time. Bye.